is Peek Inside the Panic Room, where we explore our passions with zero limits, mixed with the occasional bit of chaos. You don't have to be famous to have a story to tell. So strap yourself in and enjoy the ride. Welcome to Peek Inside the Panic Room, and today we've got a dynamic duo. The Buyers Collective, Jack and Diane. Yes, just like the song, Jack and Diane. Now, come on, guys. Now, surely that you get that a bit. Yeah, yes. we've yeah. had a few clients uh, start singing the yeah. song. Little ditty <laughs> about Jack and Diane. Yes. Two Australian kids growing up <laughs> in the heartland. Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's classic. Yeah, they send it to us often. We're on uh, WhatsApp chats yes. with our clients so they can share whatever they want at the time. About, Ooh, scary. About property, yes. generally. <laughs> but we've had Jack and Diane on the yeah. WhatsApp. We've had that song pop in the chart a few times. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Yes. Mm. That's excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. Jack, Diane, buyer's agents. An interesting time to be a buyer's agent, I'm sure. Definitely. And I have, I've only been in Queensland for eight years. So I moved eight years ago. It'll be eight years. I think it's eight years on the 1st of November this year. Mm. I didn't – I don't know if they existed eight years ago or whether they just weren't marketed very well or – but as soon as I moved here and I ended up finding – I rented for about 10 months and found a place to buy and I bought my house. Mm. I was thinking, God, I wish I'd known someone that knew everything about the area, about the market. Yeah. I reckon it's a pretty bloody important, especially for people maybe moving interstate mm. more a lot, but yeah. I guess that there's some people that don't have the time. So yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about what a buyer's agent does? We'll start with you, Jack. Sure. So, yeah, uh, a buyer's agent's role is to basically support a buyer making the right purchase in the marketplace. So similar to when you go to buy a car, for example, you get a mechanic to check it out, make sure you know it's not a lemon and that you're buying a good investment. So similar thing with the house is that we do it full time. So we know the market inside out. We know home values. Uh, we do in-house property valuations to determine the true value of a home. So you're never overpaying uh, for a property. As you might know, real estate agents like to uh, not put prices necessarily on a lot of homes so it can be quite hard to determine what the home's worth and what you should be paying um, you can look at uh, past sales in the marketplace but sometimes it can still be quite difficult to determine the value so we with our understanding of, of the of the marketplace having purchased property you know weekly daily um, and for, for, for many years uh, we both have a background in property development having done uh, small-scale subdivisions, new builds, townhouses and lots mm. of renovations yep. um, from New Zealand all the way here to Australia and we have a few investment properties uh, down towards Byron Bay and Airbnbs. Uh, so, yeah, our role is basically to research the market, uh, determine, you know, good value um, properties that will uh, perform in the years to come. Uh, we'll be sourcing properties on and off the market, pre-market and post-market as well. And uh, once we, we've basically located uh, suitable properties that fit a client's uh, criteria, their brief, their budget, um, what we do is we formulate a strategy basically to secure uh, that property at the best possible price and with the most favourable terms to the client. And then what we do is we go through um, and manage the sales process all the way through to settlement um, making sure that it's a smooth and seamless process for the client uh, so that they're fully covered and they've got a great understanding of, of what's taking place. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that you are a real estate agent that is pro-buyer. Yes. Whereas every other time you deal with a real estate agent... You could say that. Yeah. It is you. They are pro-seller. Mm, and yeah. when you are a property manager, you are pro-owner. Mm. Yeah. You, the... the the tenant or the the buyer is of little concern, yeah. r- realistically. Yes, yeah, but a lot of people that go in to buy their homes from the real estate agent 
they actually have a form of trust with that real estate agent that they're actually going to tell them everything about the house that they want to know when they ask questions. Yeah. But it's all the questions that they don't know to ask the real estate agent is when they miss out on really knowing what's happening with the home. Yeah, I guess that's where you need someone on the inside. Mm. And effectively, you guys are a bit foot in each camp, right? Where you are obviously pro-buyer. You want to get the best deal for your client because your client is the buyer. Yes, Yes, correct. That's our priority. Because I know in my dealings with real estate agents, as as nicer guys or nicer girls as they are, Mm. that ain't. They're not for you. Yeah, they've no. got the best interest of the seller. Yeah. So yeah. obviously getting the best sale price, higher sale price, obviously will determine how much they get paid as well. Yes. Whereas us, uh, we have the, the interest of the buyer at the forefront of our mind uh, to get them the best possible price, the best value for money. Because if you overpay for a property and you start the transaction in negative equity straight away, that's the last place you want to be. Yeah, it's a hard battle then, isn't it? Mm. But I guess it's a good time. The market's... a it's a good market and has been probably since COVID. It's been a really good market for a buyer's agent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, mm. you know, the industry is relatively new. It has been around for, you know, maybe 10 to 20 years. Um, but in Australia, it's still a very new uh, industry. In America, it's rather large. In America, it's almost one for one. Um, so when people wake up in the morning and they think about buying a house, they'll think about which buyer's agent they'll use. You don't really have that here in Australia. You don't have people waking up thinking about which buyer's agent they'll use unless yeah. they're really educated on it and they know someone that's, you know, used a buyer's agent previously and they'll, you know, recommend someone. But, um, yeah, it, it is a new industry. But it's becoming more and more common because people are afraid to buy uh, the wrong property, you know, mm. overpay, possibly buy it in a, in a flood zone. Not everyone knows how to do all the checks, all the due diligence to make sure that the property checks out and that it's a solid investment. Mm, You've got a bit yeah. of skin in the game then. Mm. Like yeah, definitely. people are looking at you as experts, yeah, and yeah. if you get it a little bit wrong, you've got quite a bit of skin in the game. It's, it's Yeah, so mm. when I go in and, and I have a client, I walk into the house with that client right here, sitting on my shoulder, going, is this what they're going to like? Is this what they want? Does this meet the brief that they've given us? Is it the right price? Can I negotiate it? Is it in the right area, the right school zones? Everything like that that they want. And because I've purchased lots of properties myself, I'm not going to buy a property that I wouldn't have for myself. And then I know Mm. that I've got something really valuable for them. My greatest advice to anyone buying a house is don't fall in love with it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's easier said than done. Yes. No, and I, no, exactly. And it happened. It actually, and that's from personal experience, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's where you walk into a house. It might be right in the right spot that you like, and you're willing to forgive certain things because mm. oh, the house is it's almost it's it's almost what I want. But I think sometimes I've always been with one. Another one will come up. Another house will yeah. come up. Everyone's yes. selling houses all yeah. the time, right? Mm. Like put case in point, when we moved up here, we had a very small checklist about what we wanted. We wanted a big backyard or a backyard for the kids. We wanted a pool and we wanted a cul-de-sac. They were the three things yeah. that we wanted. Mm. They were our – if if the house didn't have that, mm. it was a non-negotiable. Negotiable. That was it, it right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we found one house actually just up in Eleonora. It, it ticked all the boxes. It had a massive water tank just behind it. And I'm like, yeah, being as but ticks all the boxes. I go, yeah, water tank. Yeah, not big on the water tank, <laughs> and it faces west. And I'm like, look at the look at the uh, blinds and awnings they've got here. Like it must be a thousand degrees here in February and January, right? Or with the yeah. sun just belting in the afternoon there. Yeah. And so then we found another place, and it was on Nineteenth Avenue in Eleanora. Now that's not a cul-de-sac. That's a six. That's a four lane. <laughs> bloody road yes. and the house was amazing even I'm going this house is really good Yeah, and I said but it's on a four lane road mm. and eventually we found the house we found and it took all the boxes and I went well that's it and she was like oh but I really no 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 yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Yeah, yes. I think you can't yeah. afford to fall in love, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's always a better house around the corner. It's just about yeah. Yeah, you I know. know. I see them all the time. Yeah, you've got to treat purchasing property like a business decision. Yeah, and not let emotions get involved. 
Um, but we do find a lot of first home buyers find that very difficult. They're on a bit of a emotional roller coaster. They see one property, you know, they'll fall in love with it before they've even put in an offer, and then they'll miss out on it. Then they get disappointed, and you know, it's just <laughs> like that sort of cycle round and round. Um, but yeah, you've got to treat it like you're playing Monopoly in a way, you know, in simple form. It's a business decision. You want to get the best possible investment, yet you still want to be able to get a lot of the features that you and your family desire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that it's a, an emotional roller coaster. So you guys, you counselors as well. Like it, it must. <laughs> it, I can, look. There I, is a lot of nurturing yes. involved. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it, it. It might sound. I guess from a from a from a real estate industry perspective, it's a pretty cool job, buyer's agent, right? It's mm. it's all positive, pretty much. Well, it sounds it sounds like uh, everyone says that. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, you just get to go out and go shopping, buy houses. <laughs> it's, it's a lot harder than that. Yeah, right? yeah. There's a lot more work involved behind the scenes, doing research, looking at different properties, inspecting, negotiations. Like, the, it's a big job, like, for each client. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it does sound, you know, nice and easy on the on the outside of yeah. the title. But, yeah. But that, but th- what I'm leading to is, is that, God, you've got, you're, you're riding that roller coaster with those people. Yeah. Whereas yeah. As, mm. as, as a seller, as an agent selling a house, mm. all you're hearing is just give me, get me more money, get me more money, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's all the vendors ever saying, get me more money, get me yeah. more money. But here, mm. there's so many yeah. emotional mm. troughs, peaks and troughs with it. Yeah. Yes, but we're there to be able to say to them, hey, look, you know, I know you really love that house. It's over your budget. And so now, as a little reminder, it's just chill, be patient, we'll find you something. Because, you know, these people had been looking for over a year by themselves and they were just missing out and they were just getting more and more disappointed to nearly the point of giving up. Yeah. And then they engaged with us and then we found something for them in eight weeks and they're over the moon, they go unconditional today and, you know, the messages backwards and forwards is that they're just so excited and they wouldn't have been able to do it without us. Yeah. Not, they just wouldn't have been able to negotiate the terms and conditions that we did. And, well, and just and a just, lot of people yeah. don't actually understand the actual sales mm. process yeah. Yeah. on what conditions to put in, how to satisfy those conditions, what things to look out for in a building and pest as well. And, you know, if things do come up, if they're major, if you can negotiate, you know, money off the off the sale price as well um, to rectify some of those things or get them rectified prior to settlement. So there's a lot of different moving parts. And one of the, the clients that uh, Diane was just talking about that does go unconditional today, um, they're looking at doing some changes to the house as well. And as part of our service and with our background in property development, they want to make some improvements to the property. And so we can also help advise and, and make suggestions for them and provide, you know, trusted trades uh, that we've worked with uh, for many years as well that can provide, you know, good service as well. So it doesn't only just end where we're purchasing a property and, you know, negotiate the price and leave it with them. We actually hold their hand all the way until the keys are literally handed over and then if they're looking say it's an investor and they want to rent out the property or they want to make some slight improvements and then rent out the property we can also help and manage that for them um or yeah if they want to make some changes to the property renovate it we can also help advise and and, um, provide recommendations with trades as well yeah because they sort of become our friends yeah after so many weeks of backwards and forwards and chatting Mm. and having coffee and meeting at open homes and stuff it's like, well, they're friends and we'll just help them out mm. and offer the tradies to help them or professional cleaners, those sorts of things as well. So you, you, you go to an open home and you go with, with your clients, show them the client. Not Is that what happens? So a lot yeah. of the time we'll be researching the market and when we find suitable properties, we usually will inspect these properties uh, privately just to make sure that, you know, there's none, no nothing that really will be a hiccup or something that doesn't check out. Um, and then if we think it's still a good property, what we'll do is we'll usually take a, a video walkthrough with key commentary on the property with pros and cons about why that property is a good one. And then we'll provide that with the cl- to the client. And then um, if the client uh, is interested in the property, then we'll arrange for a private viewing with the client and take them through and discuss the property uh, with them then. 
and then pretty much take things from there. So when you rock in, so you would obviously be known in the industry, right? Mm. And so when you rock into an open home, do the the, do the real estate agents looking at you? Oh, uh, no, he's, 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 no, you'd be surprised. <laughs> he's Jack again. Oh. They're he's happy. <laughs> They're happy with us because yeah. we're non-emotional yeah. and we're to the point. Yeah, right. And they know that yeah. we've got, like, our buyers are qualified. Yes. yes. Like yeah, they're, right. they're usually yeah. pre-approved. They're ready to go. Yeah. They're not like, oh, God, here we go. We're going to get screwed again. (laughs) Here come the guys that know what they're doing. Well, I guess the only thing is is that (laughs) when we come in is that we know a home's value and, um, you know, we we might be a little bit stronger with the negotiations than your average buyer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get any like – I'm probably asking a question that you're probably not going to answer, but – do you get like a phone call and they hey, this one's coming up. Do you want to come in and have a look at it? You get yeah, a lot of that? Yeah, because a lot of home uh, like builders, developers also will uh, reach out to us and say, hey, we've got this property that we're finishing. Mm. Do you want to come and check it out, you know, before it goes to market? Or a, a lot of the time now we're actually finding a lot of off-market or a lot of properties are just transacting off-market and pre-market because wow. people just don't yeah. have the money for marketing. Yeah. People getting stung by the rate rises, um, you know, and then a real estate agent to come along when they're only just scraping together the right amount for the mortgage repayments and then asking for, you know, five or, or 7K to, to do a marketing campaign, a list on realestate.com just isn't viable for a mm. lot of people when they're struggling with the repayments. So they will uh, lean more towards uh, an off-market sale. And so we are finding a lot of properties uh, transacting that way at the moment. Yeah, because I know when we were looking for our house, and you've got to remember this is eight years ago. This is before the shit show happened and you know, <laughs> everyone decided COVID. they wanted to move to the Gold Coast and yes. <laughs> stuff was being sold on the internet mm. and no one had sat unseen. Yeah. yeah. And I even remember when, when I came up here to, to look to rent a property that – I came up for a week because I was told that I couldn't make an offer on a property that I hadn't registered for and mm. and to, to rent it. Yeah. So I came up and stayed with some friends for a week and I saw 15 different properties in that week. And there were 60, 70 people at all these open homes, right? It was crazy. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, it might be easier when we go to buy. And that was like a year later we went mm. to buy and I was like, well, it's not much easier. Mm. And there are a lot of homes that we turn up to that they'd say, this has been sold. Yeah. And I'd go... This is your first open home. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's been sold. It's too late to stop the open home. It's been advertised. So yeah. Yes. Oh, but if you like this, oh, we might have something number. else, right? Yes. And I'm like, yeah. piss off, mate. I don't need a. I don't need a lost leader for a house. <laughs> right. I'm not buying yeah. a CD at JB Hi-Fi, and I yeah. go, I'll just get the DVD while I'm here. <laughs> yes. Right. No. A lot of the time, what they'll do is still continue <laughs> to do the open homes until the property goes unconditional. Right. In case that offer falls over for whatever reason. Mm. The same thing happened when I up. did buy my house. Is that mm. there were three offers that fell through. Yeah, right. And so the guy, the, it's a funny story, guy rang me, we'd missed out on it, we'd turned up on the Wednesday for the open home mm. and we'd missed it. They Sorry, it's gone, they've signed a contract today. Okay, bugger, yeah. we loved it. Mm. And he then, a week later, no, it was like four weeks later, we were in Cairns for a friend's 40th birthday mm. party. It was 9.30 on a Friday night and the agent rings me and he's like, Whitey, I go, who the hell's this? <laughs> Yeah. I go, oh, hey, hey, hello, hi. He goes, Whitey. And I won't say what his name is, but he, he effectively gave himself a nickname. Yeah. Oh, he okay. goes, mate, your house fell through today because it had just gone up. You know, yeah. mm. when it goes unconditional, they then put up sold and they put the price, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it had just done that on the Friday morning. I said to me, and I go, oh, it looks like we missed it, bugger. Right? And uh, so he rings me at 9.30. Yeah, he's, he'd had a 1,000 beers. Right? Yeah, you want to have a look? We're open that place tomorrow. You want to come yeah. back and have a look at it? I go, mate, we're in Cairns. Yeah. I go, we'll be back on Monday. So we had a look at it on Monday, signed the contract Monday. Yeah. And but I was just like, it's ne- it's not over till it's over. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which is a little scary. And it's the Wild West up a little bit of the Wild West up here. Yes, but yeah. we're finding that sometimes is that especially in this market, uh the contracts are falling over due because to finance, finance yeah. and interest rates and stuff. So mm, even if you're right. the second one in line there's a possibility. Well, that's the great yeah. thing up here is that mm. that finance clause is an amazing clause, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You can just dump it on finance. Oh, no, you don't have to prove it, do you? Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, if finance. They, if they yes. request it, you yes. will. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So if the real estate or the, the vendor do ask for proof that the um, the reason why, 
is via finance, yeah. then you will have to provide some sort of letter from the bank. Right, okay. Yeah, can't yeah. just change your mind. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> no, Matt. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I better ring those seven investment properties that I've made it offers on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you still, yeah, you have to follow the rules. <laughs> well, it'd be the first time that happened in Queensland. I'll give you the tip. Give you the tip. I think, I think yeah. we, bought our pro- we bought our house with a $1,000 deposit for oh, the whole wow. time until really? we paid the, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, right. no. It's crazy. Yeah, there are lots of different ways that you can buy a property. Some people don't put down any deposit. Um, but yeah, on average, you, you usually want to put down 10 to 20%. Yeah, and that's what I was anticipating. We, it was like, do you need any more money? Oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. It's better in my bank than yours. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. So, okay. So, the the process. We've, we've talked a little bit about the process, but mm. surely you guys, in your experience, you've both mm. between the both of you got, I'm sure a heaps of experience, right? Yeah. Both buying and selling. Mm. What what sort of process have you developed to, to ensure that you're giving the best service to your clients? Um, just to do your research. Yeah. So we do extensive research and just knowing your market. Like and that really only comes from experience, knowing your market. Yeah. Um, so we uh, we both focus on different areas a lot of the time. And Diane focuses mainly on the Gold Coast and Byron Bay. Uh, Diane's lived in Byron Bay for over 25 years um, and lived on the Gold Coast. I've lived on the Gold Coast. I currently live in Brisbane. And I focus on the inner city in Brisbane. Uh, so within that sort of 10-kilometre radius, probably most of our purchases are done um, within the, the five-kilometre radius, I would say. Um, but yeah, we go out to the Sunshine Coast and stuff like that. If if a client really wants that, we're really particular on who we work with as well. We only work with a small number of clients each month to keep the quality of the service really high. Yeah, because um, if we had you know a ton of clients, uh, we'd be running around like headless chickens. Well, there's only so many hours in the day, right? Exactly yes. right. Yeah. yeah. So I guess yeah, the main thing is know your market, do your research, make sure um, that that you're really over home values as well. Um, uh, doing all your property checks. I think for, for home buyers, one of the, the best tips that they could have uh, when going to look at, to purchase a property is just to have all your ducks in a row. Like know where you're purchasing, your location, get a pre-approval. And one of the, you know, the biggest factors in securing property sort of in this sort of market where it's quite hot with low stock and, and still high buyer demand is that you need to act swiftly. You need to act quite fast to actually secure a property when it's the right property. So that getting to that point means that you need to basically have all done all your checks, um, done all your due diligence on the property as much as you can prior to actually submitting an offer so that when you go in, you can have the cleanest offer possible that will be most appealing to the vendor. Because a lot of the time... Though a vendor will a uh, price will come down uh, to one of the mo- most you know uh, main factors when they're considering an offer, a lot of the time it will be conditions that are on the contract as well. So especially in this sort of market where a lot of um, a lot of offers are falling over because of finance. So if you're able to you know satisfy that clause as soon as possible by you know getting a pre-approval maybe your bank only needs evaluation so you you can put down five or seven days finance clause instead of you know 14 or 21 for a lot of people right now things like that uh, will make it yeah a lot of a lot more appealing yeah and then some of the uh, properties that we purchase for our clients we negotiate with a real estate agent before we've even seen it so you see it online, we do all the research, we go, okay, it ticks all the box ex- except for actually going and viewing it. So we just make this offer subject to viewing. So we okay, get in right. there mm. before you actually get to the open home and maybe that's what you experienced when you get to the first open home and it's yeah. like, oh, sorry, we've already got a contract. Mm. So, but you really have Damn to... Damn buyer's agents. I know. <laughs> so you have to know what you're doing yeah. to be able to put in a contract. Yeah. Like that. Well, yeah. it's funny because, I, and I think about the experience that I've had, but my mother who lives up near Boona, sort mm. of outside yeah. between Ipswich and yeah. Boona, and she's got a 40-acre property up there and she's not going to be there for much longer. She's on her own. It's, mm. She can't do it right. But all, already I'm going, well, she's going to need to find someplace and the best, a buyer's agent would be perfect for her. Yeah. So this is what we need because she's not going to go and do, we're not going to have the, she, she's too old to go out and 
Yes. You know, to bloody 20 open homes and yeah, doing yeah. all the research, all this kind of stuff. And, and family's so, too busy And, to and this is her. it. So it's like, well, yeah. it's the, she's the perfect, almost the perfect yeah. client. Yeah. It's a lot of work to go to open homes and do all the research yeah. on lots of properties. Say, you know, you go, you spend your, your Saturdays and you go out and you find properties, eventually find one you like, you start doing the research. And then by the time, you know, <laughs> it checks out and you're ready to put in an offer, most of the time the house is gone. Yeah. 100%. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. just the market we live in here in Australia. It's just simple supply and demand. And um, there's just huge um, demand and, and very little supply still. And now with all the re- uh, all the developers, the big scale developers that produce all the green fill and all the, all the townhouses and things like that have gone bust a lot of them, which were producing, you know, a lot of the stock. And now that's just put a bigger a bigger dent. And then we've got the the government bringing in record numbers on immigration. I think it's around six hundred and fifty thousand each financial year over the next two years. And uh, we've never had numbers like that before. Well, we need to get some money back from all the money spent in COVID, Jack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that is why they're bringing in one and a half million dollar immigrant, one and a half million immigrants yeah, over yeah. the next couple of years, is to yes. help to yeah. bridge the gap. Yeah, yes. exactly. And yeah, and just going back to your mum, I just finished purchasing a property for a client who's very similar to your mum. So I've been over all the retirement villages, yeah. all over 60 villages, 55 villages, apartments, houses, townhouses, I all those things. And, and the contracts in there, you need your lawyer to have a look 100%. at. 100%. Because, you know, and then I've got the lawyer contract at uh, contact. So, you know, it's all about making sure your clients are really looked after in any of those circumstances. Well, they're, they're the perfect age group to be mm. preyed upon, right? Yes, that's because the thing. you know mm. they, they they've usually got if they're if they're selling or the downsizing they have they, they have some cash. Yeah, mm. and those retirement villages are like, <sighs> yes, yeah. Just give me a fair whack of that. Yeah, and then uh, mm. and then we'll sort it out at the end. Yes, that's it's a bit right. sneaky, right? It is. They can be a bit sneaky. Mm. Yeah, yes. you got to make sure you you check it out. Yeah, and some of them aren't <coughs> cheap. No, nah. some of them are really expensive, and they're just a little box. Yeah, you know, and they're not used to a little box as well, especially like your mum, no. forty acres. Well, she's already saying I can't live in suburbia. Yes. I go, mum, pull your head in. <laughs> you lived in suburbia <laughs> for seventy. Well, how old is she? She's seventy. You lived in suburbia for sixty years. You'll be right. Just because you moved and had a tree change at 60, (laughs) the only person to upsize at 60 years of age and go to 40 acres. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be right. right. You can get used to living in an 800 metre square block again. Mm. Well, I'd prefer like 450 for it. That'd be better. Yeah. Yeah, no maintenance, so I don't have to mow the lawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. your only day off from mowing the lawn. <laughs> yeah. See, That'll be my son. It's all about the kids mm. first, isn't it? That well, you don't mow the lawn. Diane. Because Diane, when they live in one. <laughs> Those places, everything's taken care of. It's actually really yeah. amazing. But you've got to get the one that suits them when yeah. they feel comfortable. Yeah. And they need to take the time to make that decision because it is a really forever home. Well, this is this will be the last this yeah. will be the last place that she lives in. Yes, that's um, right. So yeah. they've got to be super comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. it's and it's good, I think, having that mm. that third party with some experience and knowing the market yeah. and having to sort of say yeah. Because she's my she my mother is is the kind of woman that is she's quite forthright and she mm. she wants what she wants and she generally yeah. do and it's older ones. yeah and it's like okay well mate you're not going to listen to me it's like no. I, I wouldn't I don't listen it's like kids don't listen to their parents yeah. parents yeah. don't really listen to their kids Peek inside the panic room is proudly sponsored by Straight Up Digital if you're looking for an irreverent no BS results focused digital marketing company on the Gold Coast. Look for Straight Up Digital on all social platforms or at straightupdigital.com.au. So you need someone else to come in and go, hey, the kid was right. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the kid. Yes. Yes. But it's, yeah, it must be interesting that because, yeah, I guess you you would see the first home buyers, you would see... uh, the, then the, the the boomers, the ones that are mm. the growing their family, yeah, uh, and they all move for different reasons. So you've got to be yes. across all those. Yeah, yeah, and some of them are like selling the family home and splitting up, and so then instantly they need a home for mm. the children, and the partner other partner needs somewhere, and so then it's sort of downsizing the money as well. Yes, 
Mm. And then they're emotionally upset. Yeah, we've been actually coming across quite a few um, divorcees recently as well. Yeah. Coming out of COVID, every couple that was sort of stuck together (laughs) for that period. um, Have sort of uh, <laughs> cut the ties, and I've got to um, say, yeah. just quietly, single man here. Are yeah. you a single man? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, well yeah. there we go. I can understand. <laughs> and, a, <laughs> and a single woman. And, and, I, and I, I must say though, it did feel like, and we were very lucky in Queensland. It wasn't very long, yeah. but that was a very long six weeks that we endured. Sorry, Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, Melbourne. Melbourne. The worst, well, I, hey. mate, I don't know how any of those marriages survived. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. That was brutal. That's uh, why they're all moving to Queensland now. Lots of. Yeah. Melbournians yeah. and Sydney's yeah, yeah. people coming up. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, we, we help uh, home buyers and investors as well as uh, the occasional developer. Uh, having our background in uh, property development, um, we've got a really good understanding of the markets to be able to help developers. We are quite choosy uh, when it comes to de- working with different developers because some you well, know, all have different strategies. It's a kettle to fish, man. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those developers are pretty dodgy. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing is that we just try to stick with uh, small-scale stuff, yeah, stuff right. that we know yeah. uh, really well. And um, we're finding, you know, that we're leaning more towards the, the luxury sort of uh, builder developers uh, and people like that on the inner city. Yeah. So they're, they're good to work with. Yeah. Mm. So I guess that you, you both got different areas. You'd have very different target markets as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. we're finding that maybe like at the beginning of the year, there was still quite a few investors that sort of died off quite a lot now. And predominantly all pretty much home buyers at the moment uh, is, is the core of our business. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yes. Mm. And I love looking after them because, you know, it's really important to them, their choice that they're making and where they want to live. And it just takes a little bit of time to talk to them and then they might change their mind when – we discuss things over a interview that we have. It's either on Zoom with some of our overseas clients or interstate clients, and then we really try to sit down with them personally so they get to see who we are and just have a bit of a chat about, well, you like that area, but maybe the school's not so good there. Maybe what about traffic, you know, traffic between the Gold Coast and Brisbane? Maybe you don't want to be yeah. in that. So. You know, it's just all those things that sometimes they don't necessarily know or think about as well. Yeah, it's all those mm. questions that I had when mm. I moved here. Mm. And it was, there's so many. And you don't realise until you get here, like, shit, like, yeah. I need a doctor. Mm. I need a dentist. Mm. Yes. You know, where's my local shop? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's all these things that you think, that you take for granted. Yeah. When you, especially when you move interstate or, over, mm. or from overseas. Yeah, but you were lucky, you see. You managed to get a rental. Yeah. You imagine somebody now yeah, impossible. trying to come up Impo- here oh and my rent God. while mm. they're looking for a house. That, is like that's one of the biggest things yeah. as well we're finding is that people are afraid mm. to sell because they're not sure, even if they don't <sighs> buy, yeah. they're finding it hard to be able to buy back into the market. But even harder, they're worried about, you know, if they can't buy, if they'll rent, and then that's at historic lows right now, vacancy rates. It's It, it must mm. be frightening. So mm. they want to sell their house with long-term conditions or to settlement or rent or backs. Rent back. Mm. So they're wanting to stay in there. If if the family doesn't want to move in just yet, can we like have three months? To find the next place. To find the next yeah, place. Yeah, or, or usually longer. Yeah. Usually they'll be asking for a rent back of six to 12 months yeah. to give them enough time to find another property. Mm. That's, that's incredible. So you don't know mm-hmm. that as a person off the street going to look for a home and then you put certain conditions in that doesn't meet the seller's mm. idea of their life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One, one of the first things you should always be asking <laughs> yeah. the the real estate agent is um, if the seller has any special conditions that they'd prefer on the contract. Mm. Then you sort of know how to tailor your offer to sort of fit what they want, and you can just take it from there. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a frightening. The market's in a really interesting position mm. because there just isn't enough. There isn't enough. There just isn't enough in either no. in either party from yeah. a oh, there's yes. none in the, from a rental. I feel I feel day. I feel sick. Yeah. Even if you look at Facebook on local Facebook pages, the amount of people that go, oh, "I'm a family of three or family mm. five, and I'm being kicked out of my home. I've been here for five years, and they've upped the rent by this, and they've upped the rent by that. I've got nowhere to go." Yes. It's like wow, like yeah, it's wild out there. Oh. Mm. And because I always laugh with my wife because we love our house and we. Mm. We could probably live there forever if we wanted to. Mm. And it's like, well, I go, well, she goes, oh, the market's gone up. I go, I don't care. Yeah. 
We're not, we're not selling. selling. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. got nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, and and mm. it was, as I said, it was frightening eight years ago when I came up to try and mm. rent a place. Yeah. Mm. It was frightening eight years ago. I, th- I did not, I walked away from that week and I thought, we're not going to find a place to rent. Mm. It's wild because, you know, the, the government should be incentivizing uh, investors to purchase, you know, property. Well, and, and they, haven't they just the screwed them over again? Yeah, well, they're putting caps yeah. and then, you know, they put in more taxes and then more mm. restrictions. And, you know, it just makes it harder uh, for investors to, to, to make a profit. Therefore, they just exit the market and then there's less properties to rent. Well, so I guess the problem was is that you go four years ago, even as – even Two years ago, as an investor, you know, in low interest rates, yeah. didn't matter how much properties were. Yeah. Yeah. You just buy it. You got two percent interest rates, three percent interest rates. Didn't matter, right? Yeah, positive. So they they start to punish the people that are killing the market for the for the for the home buyers, mm. people that want to live there. But now we're like, shit, we sort of needed those guys, yes, yeah. because now we've got no investment properties that people can rent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's so it's it's what it's and backwards. But it, but it's, it's I think it's also one of those things that. Didn't matter what they did; it was going to be the wrong decision. Mm. So we just couldn't win. No one could have. Well, I know a lot of people would say, "I foresaw what's going on now. I saw this five years ago. This was <laughs> I don't." And the, the one I love is, "I don't complain. I I had seventeen percent interest rates on my house, and I'm like, yeah, yeah but your house was seventy grand, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. right. You don't have a seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage yeah. or a million dollar mortgage. Yes. Yeah, that's the other thing is, and that I know it's relative, but <laughs> chill, brother. It's seventy grand. Yeah, yes. yeah it's like, ten times less the average mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing with like the everyday person is that they think, oh, landlords are greedy and, you know, they're putting up rents and all the rest of it. But, you know, the only reason rents are going up is to be able to cover expenses, mortgage repayments, yeah. basically. Yeah. 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 So interest rates going up means it costs more to hold. Yeah. Otherwise, they have to sell. And then the tenants out anyway because yeah. the person that's going to buy it ho- is uh, going to be a home buyer. Yeah, and they'll be right. like, out you go. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's a scary time. Mm. I, I, mm. It's. Who knows? Who knows how long it's going to be like this for? It's yeah, well, it just puts more pressure on the market, which means prices will continue to rise. Yes. Therefore, you know, it will make it more profitable for developers to re-enter the market again. Um, but it doesn't mean that housing will be any more affordable. And it, and also doesn't, and this is what I chuckle about, because I lived, before I moved here, I spent 40 years on the northern beaches of Sydney. Mm. And everyone would say, every year, oh, the, it's going to burst. <laughs> yeah, I've Every got a I've got a funny story. Yes. About that. Bubble's gonna burst. Yeah, yeah, Bubble's gonna burst, and I'm like, okay, let's say it burst. They're not going backwards. Mm. And this is what people. It makes me chuckle because people are going, oh, we're gonna wait till the market cools. Okay, it's gonna cool. Yeah, it's still three hundred thousand dollars more than what it was before. It's not gonna suddenly go back six hundred thousand yeah. and go. Oh, it's way cheaper than what it was four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen. No, right? it doesn't. Yeah, it's no. Wild. no. Yeah, when I um when I was going to buy my first property um back when I was I think I was about 20, my goal was to purchase my first property before my first birthday before I was 21. And uh everyone would say to me, "Oh, don't do it, Jack. There's a housing bubble. The market's going <laughs> to crash." Everyone, like friends, <laughs> yeah. family, everyone said it to me. Um I had to block out the the white noise and purchase the property anyway and um today that same property is worth uh it well it's it's quadrupled in value yeah. basically yeah. yeah three times its original value and it I haven't actually done any improvements yeah. to the property <laughs> yeah it's it's funny because when we moved look the gold coast was always the place that you know people went to either you know holiday or mm. went to die or you know went to financial <laughs> purgatory right yeah but from a person who owned a two-bedroom unit in Sydney on, on overlooking a beach, I was like, well, you know, I can buy a house for less than what my unit's selling for. Yeah. I'm getting out. Mm. And so when we get out, we've got a lot of that. A lot of people go, Don't, why are you moving to the Gold Coast? Why are you moving to the Gold Coast? Sure, it took seven years. This mm. is why I moved to the Gold Coast, mate, because eventually it's going to happen here. Yes. Yeah. And it has, right? Yeah, and sure, exactly. it took a global mm. pandemic mm. and, you know, hysteria. And everything that's going on, but still, like mm. the house I bought seven years ago has almost doubled in value. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, play the long game. Yeah, but if yeah. if you look at the graph, which I did before I came in, for that seven years, it looks like a roller coaster up, yeah. down, up, yeah. down, up, down. But of course, it's doubled, like yeah. you said, yeah. and you just got to sit and hold and wait. Yeah, you do. And it always comes true that yeah. But it is funny. I think I, you, <laughs> I think you make a really good uh, point there, Jack. Also, is that sometimes you've just got to 
eliminate the white noise mm. and go with your gut or with what you want to do. And I think that if you're going to wait for the bubble to burst, it's not going to burst, man. It's not. You, you're going to get further and further behind. Yeah, like even if you brought a property pro, uh, pre-2008, today that same property would be worth you know so much more even after that financial crash. Yeah. And, and people don't think about it like that. Like if you just look at areas that have historically performed over time, and invest in those locations, you, you've got a, you know, a high chance of, of your property performing quite well. Like if you look back at Sydney um, back in 1990 when they announced the Olympic Games, so actually when they held the Games in 2000, house prices on average rose by 94% yeah. across the board. Yeah. Now, you know, Brisbane's just announced that they're holding the Olympic Games. We've got a very similar opportunity um, that's happening here in Queensland if history is to base like, anything off, you know? Mm. Oh, so, yeah. well, I think it's a fair bet, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's well, a fair bet. It's going to be something similar. Well, yes, huge, well, is, yeah, interstate migrations coming here. Well, it's, yeah. and, and the thing, for, for the Gold Coast perspective, like, mm. as, as rough as COVID was, and it was rough, like, and it was brutal, but God, it's been good for the economy here on the Gold Coast. Yeah, heaps yes. of people. It's been good it. for jobs. It's been good for the economy because yeah. in the past – People didn't want to travel to Brisbane or Brisbane businesses didn't want to hire people on the Gold Coast because, oh, that commute, that M1, it's a pain in the yeah. ass. You, you felt mm. it this morning, right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> with remote working, yes. with with all these other things now that have changed, yeah. it's now viable. Yeah. So people can now work in Brisbane but still work at home. They can yeah. still have Brisbane jobs, work on the Gold Coast. And I think mm. that that's part of the reason that the economy started to jog as well because – it was always small business. It was always mm. family business. It was always uh, trades and services here on the Gold Coast. There was yeah. no real big business, yeah. right? Mm. There's no big end of town. Like yeah. Southport's the big end of town. It's not, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. It's just it's still a little city. It's still it, in its growth phase. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, but that's why like people, Brisbane's becoming more appealing to people every day because you've got the city life, the suburbia, and it's getting really appealing up there with all the new infrastructure. Uh, and then just a short drive and you've got, you know, the Gold Coast beaches and lifestyle and, you know, you've got the best of both worlds, basically. Well, I think mm. that's – when when I moved here, it was like I've got everything and it's within 30 minutes. Yeah. Like if I want to go to the Blue Mountains of Sydney, yeah. it's 25 minutes to Springbrook. <laughs> if I want to go to the beach, it's five minutes. If I want to do this, it's this. You know, everything yeah. is such a diverse environment mm. and it's so mm. close. And I think that's yeah. the – same as Brisbane. Brisbane's exactly the same, right? They yeah. want to go to the beach, want to come to the Gold Coast, it's down, down the road. Mm. Yeah. And I think that, you know, providing they can fix the infrastructure here on the Gold Coast, mm. which is a bit of a nightmare, like I think the, it's just going to keep growing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, and we've, we've had clients from overseas want to talk to us about moving here and finding them a home. Mm. And a lot of them are wanting to come back after COVID overseas yeah. and their experience. And then the other one... Uh, they want to come to Australia to raise their children because they don't want to have to put um, metal things inside their children's backpacks to use them as shields for possible gun things. Yeah. And that's how they're talking in America. Yeah, it's scary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think it's more of a lifestyle thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, like mm. we're getting lots of inquiries from, from international clients at the yeah. moment coming, coming in from America, um, Germany as well. Singapore, these sort of places, the UK. Um, so, yeah, th you know, these sort of people find our service really valuable because they don't know the area, they don't know locations, yeah. they don't know the process of purchasing a property here. It's completely different in some of these other areas around the world. Um, so, yeah, th you know, needing our services for those sort of those people is really, really valuable. Um, and we're finding that that demand is just getting stronger and stronger as well. Yeah. Lots of people coming from overseas. And yeah. they're used to using a buyer's agent as well. Well, it's a lot more common overseas. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Well, that's all, that's good though. Yeah. That's what you want. You want people that are coming to you that already have experience or know that this mm. is the norm. Well, they yeah. see that as a value for them. I, and look, to be honest, yes. I, I, I can't see it as not adding value. Yeah. To be honest, like even as someone, if I was to look again, 
I'd probably look at it. I'd probably go, am I best just to get a buyer's agent in? Well, the thing is, is that a lot of people say oh, they can't justify, you know, spending the amount of money on a buyer's agent. Oh, you're leading me down to the next question. (laughs) You're leading me down. Yes. You know, the thing is, is that if you end up buying the wrong property, it can cost you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, and set you back years and, and take years to recover from. So, you know... The amount of money that you end up saving in that regard is huge, plus the the negotiation aspect and just making sure that you buy a quality asset that will perform in the years to come. Yeah, um, that that's you know huge value in its own. Yep. So, so okay, mm. the nitty gritty. Yeah, are you a fixed fee or are you a percentage? How does um, it work? Yeah, so. It depends on the type of client that we have. Uh, typically for investors, it's a fixed fee. Um, and then when it comes to home buyers and, uh, and developers, it is uh, a percentage. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's a small small fee uh, to engage the service and then there's a success fee once the, the right property has been found yeah. upon going unconditional. Yeah, perfect. Well, if you're going to sell your house, it's the mm. same thing, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. if you're going to buy a house, you get the right one, mm. Yeah. probably end up paying, might get a great deal and it, Yes. You might end up paying less overall than what you would anyway. Well, you know, I, my background is I'm a Kiwi and they say Kiwis are really good at negotiating. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Yeah. Negotiating what? Price. <laughs> <laughs> is Kiwi. that just Kiwi. a polite way of saying that you're a tight ass, Diane? <laughs> well, I always like a good deal. Yeah, you know, well, everyone it does. It feels good yeah, when you, know. you get a good deal, good and it feels good for the client and yeah, for, for myself sure. and the client. Yeah. yeah. I think that. Uh, I think the <laughs> the benefit is you. I think sometimes you are scared to ask. Yeah. That's or scared the other thing. to negotiate. Yes. Mm. And I think that that if take that away. Mm. And it's, some people aren't comfortable with that. Yeah. You know, they see a house that's eight hundred fifty thousand. They go, "Well, that's the price." No, the, the price is what someone's willing to pay, right? Yeah. So no, the they do. To pay. And yeah. it's like, God, mm. come on, guys! If you go in there and you say, "I remember when I bought my house. I went in like they had, <laughs> they put the price up mm. when it the, when it fell through. They put the price up for what it sold for. So yeah. I knew what it sold for. Oh, right. So I rang him and I said, "Yeah, yeah. mate, we're going to offer thirty grand less." Yeah, 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 right? exactly. It didn't, get, it didn't get 30 grand off the price, but mm. if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, that's the other reason why a lot of people will use buyer's agents is because they sometimes they just don't know enough about the market or they might feel like they do, but they just want someone to be able to bounce ideas off, mm. be able to talk about the property, um, to, to you know get a second opinion, um, whereas it's just not you know, a friend at the barbecue on the weekend. You know, it's someone that actually knows the industry that's, you know, doesn't have um, an interest somewhere else. So, yeah, sometimes it's just to bounce ideas off, yeah. to, to, to run properties by, to get a better understanding of the market. Yeah, and yeah. also, you know, I'm out there on the ground the first thing Saturday morning and I'm visiting the house yeah. and I'm viewing it while they're at, with their children playing football, yeah. tennis, whatever, so they give up every Saturday until they find a house. Mm. So we're like, I'm like a time partner. It's like, oh, can you go and check out this house? Or I'm going to look at this one. Mm. I'll do a video walkthrough while you're at the basketball game if I think that's something worth looking well, at yeah. immediately or I'll send you the video. Yeah, so we get that a lot of great. time poor professionals. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, they're just, you know, business owners or, you know, dentists, doctors, these sort of people, very time poor, um, but do want to buy property, whether that just be their home or an investment. And, you know, if you start tallying up all the time you've got to spend to go to open homes, to do due diligence, to do all your research, to negotiate on price, contracts that fall over, you know, lawyer, solicitor fees, um, if you tally all that up over a couple months, you know, the, the cost of our service is quite, you know, considerable, uh, considerably less when it comes to tallying all that up because a lot of people have been looking for six months, 12 months, 18 months. We've had people looking for over two years before. Um, so if you tally up just that time alone, you know. Well, you and know. And also the price has gone up in that yeah. period of yeah, time. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. well, it it's just going up now. You can always make more money. You can't make more time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. So it comes down to everyone's got different priorities on, on why they they need to use our service, and it's just about yeah making sure that we're able to help them, and we're not able to help everyone. That's the other thing is that yep. some people you know have a really good understanding of the property market, have purchased lots of properties before, um, and, and you know, and they're confident when it comes to negotiating. So for those sorts of people, we'll just say you know. I feel like, you know, you can keep giving it a go for a little while and, and you might not need our service. If you keep getting stuck, then come back to us. Yeah. Um, but it's usually, you know, people that are unsure, that have had a bit of pain in the market, that have been looking for a long time, that don't feel like negotiations are their strong suit and, um, and then we're able to help those sort of people. Excellent. Well, you guys are like the Batman of the real estate industry. <laughs> you know, just helping the... Trying to get the best deals for our clients. That's it. That's just it. helping yes. the Joe Average, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, thieves in the night. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah, going and we in love and it. And we love it. Yeah, well, we I can tell I, t- do, I can tell so you guys are super passionate about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jack I couldn't get ten words out of Jack before we started and the guy hasn't shut up the whole time <laughs> I've been here. Right. So I can tell once you get him going on something that he's yeah, passionate about. And that's yeah. what and that's what this is about. This is what yeah. this is what happens in the panic room. We yeah. we generally get upon people's passions and mm. yes. and you can really tell and you can tell the fake people, right? You can yeah. tell the guys that are un, that don't love it pretty mm. quickly. Uh, I can tell you guys are super passionate about it and love doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. we do it every yeah. day. Like I yeah. work every single day because I love it. Yeah, nothing yes. else happens. Yeah, and yeah. I love to offer like the house maybe not perfect. Maybe they've had to come in a little bit down on their type of house that they want. Yeah, maybe it doesn't have the kitchen they want, and so because I've got a background in renovations and new builds, then I can offer support and just say, hey. To fix this up, it's going to cost this. Yeah. It's not mm. a big deal and we've got tradies and I can support you yeah. through that as well if you want. Yeah. So yeah. Buyers Collective is a bit of a one-stop shop. It is. You know? Yeah. It's <laughs> a tailored service. Want. And, yeah, yeah we, we often, you know, catch up with clients after the purchase as well. And w- if we just – our model is that we just go uh, uh, with every purchase as if it was our own. So yeah. If we were purchasing the property for ourselves, would we buy this, you know, with the client's criteria and budget in mind? Um, and if we wouldn't, then we, we don't recommend it to anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, we have a, full, uh, a few different rules as well when it comes to, to purchasing to, to make sure that they are the right property. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Mm. Well, it sounds like you guys are the guys to reach out to if you're looking for a property. Yeah, if you're looking to buy in Brisbane or the Gold Coast, even Byron Bay. I love Byron yeah. Bay. Get in touch with us. <laughs> yeah, Buyers Collective, full global reach. So international listeners, don't don't fear, reach out. Yeah. Yes. Jack and Sorry. Diane can help you. <laughs> sing it again, man. Uh, well, I've, I've, it's, look. Come I, on, you're a good singer. Uh, look, I was going to sing something to see us out. You know, you know, I was going to say in the great words of John Cougar Mellencamp, but I thought, you know, you've ruined it now, Brett, Diane. Oh, sorry. Mm. You've taken the thunder. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. But look, life goes on. Yes. Even after the thrill of real estate's gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there, you there go. we go. Very good. <laughs> Guys, it's been a pleasure having both of you in the panic room. I, yeah. I'm sh- I hope it won't be the last time. I'd yeah, love to definitely. maybe get. No, I appreciate you. you know, we, we, love, we love real estate. We love hearing about what's going on, especially from the inside. Yeah, it's always good to give the listeners uh, an insight into what's happening in the Absolutely. market. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. If you want okay. to check out Buyers Collective, get on the website, buyerscollective.com.au. All the information will be in the show notes down below. Mm. Please contact Jack and Diane. They're uh, they're waiting for your call. Yeah, give and us they a call. can help you find the house of your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you guys. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having us. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Peek inside the panic room. If you want to hear more of the chaos, make sure you follow us to stay up to date. Don't forget to give us a five star review and check out our socials at Straight Up Digital.